to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. We create and build insanely happy workforces for companies around the world. We believe that by creating better people at work, they will create better businesses and better businesses build a better world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the most inspiring podcasts in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello, all you crazy happy people in the workplace. This is another episode of Happiest Places to Work. I am Amy Dix of Choose Happy. I am your host today. I am joined with Justin Lindsay. And Justin Lindsay is the owner operator of Chick-fil-A in Miami area. We'll get into that in just a moment. I want to share why I reached out to Justin after I saw a post that he posted on LinkedIn and I was totally blown away by not just what the post actually said, but also how many people were supporting this post, were sharing this post, were commenting. It was all the goodness that we need in the workplace. So we'll get into that. Welcome to the show, Justin. So happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Appreciate yeah. it. So you're, where actually is your Chick-fil-A franchise? It's in, in the Miami area, yes? It is. It's uh, it's in the area uh, called Kendall. Um, so it's a suburb um, on the uh, west side of Miami. And how long have you been the owner? Well, so this location just opened in June of this year. Um, okay. I was previously the owner of the Dadeland Mall location. Um, and I was there. I've been an owner in total for about 11 years now. Okay, fantastic. And this particular one, you say this year, and I just want to clarify for the listeners, because we're sitting here right now in um, December of 2021. So um, when this show airs, it will be 2022. Uh, and who knows when, when, and when they're listening, right? But uh, okay, so something, something really inspired you and led us up to kind of this post that I'm talking about. And I don't want to say what the post was just yet. I want to first talk about like, what challenges did, were you kind of facing that kind of led up to this decision? Yeah, the, the biggest one, I would say, um, one being consistency. Um, after 11 years of being a, you know, um, a quick service fast food restaurant owner, the one thing you're always challenged with is how do you create a consistent organization where, you know, you imagine, right, go through the drive through to get your, you know, your coffee and your chicken biscuit at seven o'clock in the morning and then go back through that same drive through at 930 in the evening to get, uh, you know, a peppermint shake, right? How do we create the same experience at that 7am time that we do at almost closing time? And that's a really challenging thing in our industry because traditionally what's happened is, you know, managers, team members alike, you're just kind of rotating their their shifts throughout the day. And so you might have eight different managers working on one different day. And so you're supposed to create consistency and you're really, you know, asking these managers to do almost the impossible, you know, Hey, so you work your four hours and then trade off with this person. They work their four hours, but I want it to be exactly the same experience throughout that entire day. And everybody's different. And so it really created a, you know, um, almost an undue burden on the team. 
and on even myself as an owner, like, okay, how do I do this to serve our guests better? Right. Um, and then the other part being, you know, I felt like just as a whole, like the industry, we need to adapt and we need to change and we need to really find ways of doing more for the team and, and getting out of this mindset that, you know, which has kind of plagued our industry for a long time where, you know, team members are just kind of inadvertently expected to work like these 80 hour weeks, you know, for close to minimum wage pay and just kind of grinding it out. And my thought was, all right, how do we give people the gift of time? Really, that that's what it stemmed from was like, how do I give my team the gift of time? Because at the end of the day, you know, when I was getting ready to open this restaurant, I looked at a lot of different things and everybody says, you know, you need to offer these benefits and you need to offer, you know, this kind of vacation. And, and I started looking at it and I just said, you know, yeah, those things are great. You know, the traditional stuff you see on a job description. Right. But it's all the same stuff. Like it's if I look at 100 job descriptions for fast food jobs, it's all 100 almost look identical. The only thing that's going to be different is maybe what the hourly pay is. And so for me, it was like, all right, how do I give them back time? And so with the three day work week, it's like, okay, I could allow them to still work their full time hours, still not losing anything there. I could pay them a living wage where they could actually afford to, you know, to pay their bills and get by um, and build a, you know, um, build a a career for themselves if they wanted to and grow within the company Um, and also give them back this gift of time where they they have more time off than they've ever dreamed of having because they're literally working a three-day week. Um, And so that's that's where the idea stemmed from. Um, And so we're excited to kind of see it develop and see it play out. Awesome. So you created this idea of, okay, our team members are going to work three days out of the week, but they still are working full time, right? I mean, they're still, it's not like you're working three days, but we're cutting your hours, right? So there's still, okay, perfect. Yep. So, so you extended the shifts, which is totally doable. Um, And you essentially now created this, I'm assuming like this environment now where people are a little bit more, what, happy to come to work. They're a little bit more loyal. Like what are some of the changes that you saw within your team members after you implemented the three-day work week? Yeah. So, well, for us, we're, we're just now kind of to start to see it because one of the biggest challenges, like when we opened the restaurant, we didn't open with the three-day work week. We opened with the idea of the three-day work week. Um, for us, it's a, it's a radical change. And so what we try to do is over communicate everything. So we've sent out Google forms to our team because the reality is not everybody's going to fit into the three day work week. Um, like our goal was to get to 25% of the staff doing it and then eventually get to 50% of the staff that could do it. Um, a lot of people's availabilities just don't fit within that to work a 12 hour day. Um, it's just not possible, you know, uh, depending on their other, you know, responsibilities outside of work. Um, but those that have signed up and that have expressed interest in it have been the questions that we often get, which is really cool is, well, what do I do during the other days? And we said, do whatever you want. And it was kind of unexpected because we didn't really think that people would be lining up saying, well, what do I, what do I do? Like, am I on call? Like, do I, you know, 
are you going to, you know, are you going to say, oh, well, I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but do you need me on Friday? And like, no, like that's your, that's your time. <laughs> and, and in some ways it's kind of, you know, again, it's kind of sad because it's, it's what our industry as a whole is just be kind of, you know, kind of become known as over the years. It's just like this grind. And that's really where we think this will set us apart is, um, and hopefully other people, you know, adapt it to some degree as well and see how it could work with their organization. Um, the hardest part is rolling it out, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, because it's a complete shift in mindset for the team, for the schedule. Um, you have to have a lot of people to be able to do it because, um, you know, the reality is you are, you know, limiting how many days they work. You know, the one of the biggest obstacles most people said that we were going to run into is, well, it's a 12-hour day. That's a really long day. And I said, well, the restaurant industry, most of our full-time employees automatically work 10 hours a day. That's just a mm. given. You know, that's that's the norm. Um, working eight hours is not really the norm from what we've seen over the years. Um, most of them are used to working 10-hour, you know, days. And so working 12 is really not that big of a deal, but it does take more staff to be able to do it. And so that's where we're challenged right now is just trying to recruit, trying to find more people. Um, so that way we can, you know, fully implement this. But the people that have, you know, submitted what, what we send out as like a Google form um, have been really, really ecstatic um, from management all the way down to team member. Awesome. So break this down for us, for those listening, saying, oh, this might work for me. This might work for our organization or, you know, some sort of um, flexibility within it. So break it down for us, what it looks like for you guys. Like what, if I am Amy Dix, the three day work employee, (laughs) three day work per week employee, uh, and you hire me, what does that look like for me? Yeah. So you come in and, um, you work a, so it's a rotating schedule. And so you do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 12 hour days. Um, and so, uh, you're working that block. And so it's basically, we, we call it like a pod setup. And so that's a pod A setup. And then we have a pod B setup, which is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, obviously being Chick-fil-A, we're closed on Sundays. Um, uh, the, uh, and so um, once you do your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, say if you're pod B, you're off Sunday, and then you come back and you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because you're rotating every week. And so the reality is you're only working two weekends a month and you're getting during the rotations, you're getting seven consecutive days off at one time. Because if you think about it, you work your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're not coming back to work until the following Thursday. Oh, right. Okay. So, so you're, you're getting off. Basically it's the equivalent, the way we kind of term it is the, it's the equivalent of having a two week vacation every month. And so, uh, you know, and also not uh, only having to work uh, two weekends out of the month, which for our industry is really almost unheard of, because when you think of like Fridays and Saturdays, that's that's the norm. It's like, hey, that's the crunch time. Everybody and, you know, everybody is here. Right. Like if you work at the restaurant, you better be there on Friday and Saturday. Uh, no requesting men- weekends off. Yeah. Yeah. Our mentality is no. Like, how do we give you, you know, only half of those weekends? Because we know that's the most stressful part of the work week um, is being there on Friday and Saturday. It's even for the business owner like myself. Those days are very stressful. It's very busy. And so that's kind of where the idea came from was how do we not just create the three days, 
but then also build out this rotation system. And so that's where it does require some flexibility. Um, and that's why not everybody fits into it in terms of their availability. But, you know, the way we look at it is even if, you know, 25 to 50% of your staff fits into it, that's 25 to 50% of your staff that you can retain for quite a while. And to me, that's the one benefit that, you know, that often gets overlooked is it's one thing, you know, to invest on the front end. It's another thing to try to do things to retain, you know, full-time staff. And for us, that's the key to this is how do we retain our staff and keep them around and keep them happy? Um, and, you know, we think that by doing this, this is a huge uh, added benefit for them. That's amazing. And, you know, maybe we'll have to have you back on in a year from now and look at those stats of your <laughs> turnover rate and how that has improved. Sure. <laughs> um, sure. I'm curious. Sure. I'm curious to know, like how, because you're a franchisee. So I'm curious to know how the franchisor, you know, Chick-fil-A as, as a corporation has mm -hmm. kind of um, accepted this or um, embraced it or said you're crazy or, <laughs> or kind of how their reaction, what their reaction has been. Yeah, it's very positive. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've uh, had numerous other even franchisees reach out asking about it. Um, some of them, some of the other franchisees have said that I'm crazy um, to, to even attempt, attempt it. Um, you know, they said that's a that's a scheduling nightmare. And I said, it can be. It definitely can be. There's no doubt about that. That's it's, it's one of those things I, you know, even talking to, you know, Chick-fil-A directly, you know, they said, well, how quickly could somebody, you know, do this? You know, if there's somebody that's really struggling to find talent, right? If there's somebody out there that's really short staffed, which is most, a lot of businesses right now, yeah. how quickly could they implement this? And I said, to me, you know, this is something that it's, it needs to be kind of a slow crawl to roll it out because you, you can, you know, um, you can do some damage if you try to just you know, flip the switch because you are going to cut down, you know, how many days people are working. It's great for the team members. And I said, and that's why it's, it needs to be, you know, there needs to be a sense of urgency as the employer to like get it rolled out, but you also have to make sure that you're communicating to the team, you know, every, everything in terms of, you know, if somebody is not able to come to work because, you know, they're sick, well, that's a 12 hour block that you have to then, you know, make up for. I said, so there needs to be a whole process to that. And that's what we've built out is we have flex people built out um, where they know that, okay, if this manager can't come in today for whatever reason, they have a flex manager in that pod that could step in and work their shift for them. Um, and so that's already scheduled to be there at the same time. And so, you know, we, we have the kind of these backup plans, so to speak. Um, and so that's really been, been where a lot of the conversation has gone back. Um, but yeah, Chick-fil-A has been super supportive about it. Um, really kind of energized. I mean, I've gotten a lot of text messages from different people at corporate and a lot of them <laughs> have just said, hey, thank you for, you know, for leading these efforts to try something a little different. And I said, yeah, I, I think I think that's really all it is, is I think even our team as a whole, like even you know, the fact that we haven't completely rolled this out yet, you know, the way we would, I mean, I'd love it if we had 80% of our staff doing this right now. Unfortunately, that's not the case, but I said, I think, you know, the morale in our team, like the minute we, we submitted this out and said, Hey, we've come up with this plan. We feel pretty good about it. What do you think? And we just sent out this Google form. And a lot of people thought it was crazy even to do that. They're like, you got 180 employees in my restaurant. And they're like, you know, you're sending this out to 180 people 
and, and, you know, potentially them looking at this and saying, this guy is insane. Like, I don't know that I want to work for somebody that's this crazy. And, and I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, but I, I bet on maybe they see it and they see, wow, this is somebody that's trying to do something different to benefit us in our lives and, and trying to kind of think outside of the box, not to put myself forward, you know, um, which frankly, I've been guilty of doing in the past as a, as a business owner. I'm trying to think the other way around. Like, how can I find true benefit for team members outside yeah. of just saying, Hey, I'll pay more for your health insurance or, you know, Hey, uh, you know, I'll give you, you know, uh, an extra day of vacation or something like that. It's like, how can I do more? You know? And, um, and I think that's really where it's been the most impactful. And that's why the team as a whole, when they saw this coming out, uh, you know, have been lined up like, Hey, we're ready. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> and that's been, it, it's, it's energized me, you know, after all yeah. of these years of being a business owner, um, you know, uh, it's really kind of re-energized, you know, my approach and I'm excited now to go there every day uh, to the restaurant, interact with the team and talk about it and strategize and come up with more ideas and, you know, talk about the rotations and, um, you know, what are you going to do with all this time off? You know, different <laughs> things like that. I love that because it's just like, yeah, it's like, okay, so you implement this strategy, right? And uh, as you say, like the gift of time, which I think is so brilliant, but also it's just like this momentum and this domino effect that like spills over into all these other areas of their lives, you know? And I just don't think that uh, maybe we're giving enough credit to the real impact that you are creating for these people for, for years to come. And so kudos to you. I honor you for your intelligence. I honor you for your creativity, for kind of stepping out and saying, Hey, let's just do something different. I love that. Um, you know, I think that this, this industry is challenged right now in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, I think this industry, uh, needs a lot of change if we want to talk about loyalty and, you know, happy workplaces, et cetera. And I'm curious, like, where do you see this industry 10 years from now? Like what changes, what big changes do you think that needs to kind of happen um, in order for us to continue to build happy workplaces in this industry? Yeah, I, I think it starts with, um, with owners, you know, it's, it starts with, you know, whether you own one restaurant or you own a hundred restaurants, um, you know, it, it starts with just looking at your staff and looking at it differently. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, treating staff like family, you know, and, and things like that. Um, but it goes back just to the intentionality behind it. Mm. And, and I, I think that's really, and, and again, I'm, I'm guilty of that in the past. You know, I was one of those that would, you know, you take pictures, you know, at the end of the year, Hey, celebrating, you know, love on my team kind of stuff. But then when I looked at it in terms of like what I was actually doing to throughout the year to really actually love on my team and kind of, you know, uh, put my money where my mouth was, it, it didn't align, you know, truthfully. Um, and so, you know, I, I was challenged on that. I think the industry as a whole, you know, is, is challenged on that. It's, um, you know, you'll hear a lot of people say things like, well, you know, the, you know, uh, the average return at a restaurant is, is low, right? Like the, the profit range potentially with all the costs going up and different things like that. And I, and I just challenge that and say, you know, look, I think the way we haven't thought of it in the past is what if we found ways of, of creatively investing back in the team? And it's, and it starts with, you know, wages, right? Like paying a living wage, 
Um, But it goes beyond that, like things like this, like, okay, so yeah, if you're paying the living wage and you hear people say that, well, I'm paying this, but I still can't get fully staffed. I challenge that. Well, are you paying that and then still asking people to work a 70 hour week? Because think about that yourself. Would you want to be doing seven hours a week? Right. At some point in time, the, the overtime's not worth it anymore, right? right. Like you're exhausted. I, I can't see my family. I, you know, I can't, you know, make daycare work, right? Um, because I'm working six consecutive days a week. And I've, you know, in my past restaurant, I had that situation. We had numerous employees that were working six days a week. And it's like, how in the world are, do they have any kind of a life outside of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's where it has to go. It has to start with, you know, yeah, you have to look at the wages, but then you have to look at creative benefits. And I think this three-day um, work week, I think hopefully becomes, you know, the, you know we've kind of termed it in, internally the catalyst of change. You know, like how do you, how do you look at a catalyst of change in the industry? And I think it, it starts with that. Um, I think it just starts with just being intentional about, you know, those sorts of benefits that you can offer to the team and creating that longevity with the team. Um, because in a situation like this, it gives them other alternatives as well. Because a lot of people will say, well, maybe they don't want to work in a restaurant for the next, you know, 15 years. And I said, yeah, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that really enjoy working in the restaurant. But what they don't enjoy anymore is grinding it out in the restaurant, doing an 80 hour week, you know? And so like we have a guy right now that, you know, he's one of these like three day work week guys. Right. But on his free time, he drives for DoorDash and he drives for Uber. And, and it's, it's really cool because he's making more money than he's ever made because he's able to have these, you know, side gigs, right. And do other things with his time. And, and I said, so this gives them that freedom to do things that they never thought possible to do before. Mm-hmm. You know, they could go out and create a little business if they wanted to, because they have all of this time off. Right. Um, they could just go and spend that time with their family if they want. And I think that will be the change that the industry needs um, to start to see, you know, places staff up again. Um, just because if we keep doing it the same old way, I don't think anything's ever going to change. Um, I think there's got to be something more and it's not just, you know, saying, oh, now we're going to offer a 401k. Well, okay, that's great. But, you know, that's what everybody else has done for years. And that's not necessarily going to fix it. Hail to side gigs. I love, I love side gigs and I love people who pursue side gigs. Uh, (laughs) You know, I do think, yeah, I think this impact is absolutely huge. I think as people kind of catch on to this, um, there's going to be more of it. Maybe there's a book for you in your future. You can write about how you uh, oh, <laughs> put <boy>. this all <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I just again want to say thank you so much for all that you're doing for the workplace. Like we need more Justins in this world to think differently, to make these like bold decisions in the workplace. So I commend you. I honor you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And I just have one last question for you. If you were to describe a happy workplace in one word, what word would that be? Wow. Um, I would say generosity. Generosity, I think, is huge. I I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. Um, That was our vision for this restaurant was to to be the most generous Chick-fil-A in the entire chain. Um, and, and, And so... 
you know, a lot of people say, well, what is that going to mean? That's just going to mean you're going to run lower profit than everybody else. <laughs> no, that's not at all what that means. That generosity is more than just money. You know, it's and I think that's what often gets overlooked is, of course, yeah, money is important, but generosity goes way beyond just, you know, the, the amount of money on your check. Generosity goes beyond. And I, I've learned that over the years, you know, like, um, you know, how much time you get to spend with your family. How much like real vacation time do you get where you get to disconnect from everything and all the noise, right? And just and just go and just kind of be at peace, right? Like and just enjoy your life. Um, and and so to me, that's generosity is like giving people back their life, you know, like giving people back the gift of time, um, being that catalyst of change in whatever environment that is. And it goes way beyond even just the restaurant industry. You know, how do you be generous in a whatever, in an office setting, in a corporate, you know, Fortune 500, you know, uh, setting, you can do the same things, right? Like, it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. It doesn't have to be, well, yeah, you just work five days a week, and probably the sixth day, you're going to be checking emails in the morning, right? And then, you know, may, maybe take the afternoon to go to lunch with your family and stuff. No, it, it doesn't have to be that way, you know? Um, and so, for me, we just all need to you know, look at that and, and use that, that word and really look at, you know, what kind of generosity is being displayed. Um, and I think that's the root of everything um, in terms of the happiness in the workplace. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant. I think you're onto something big, you know, from your one post, and this is just from LinkedIn, and I'm sure there's other social uh, accounts that you posted on. And I think you were just sharing your idea. You know, I don't know if you thought it was going to be this big, but I just pulled up this post. <laughs> You have, oh, 13,295 uh, reactions on this post, 209 comments. I don't see the number of shares, but uh, I know at one point when I when I was looking at it, there were uh, a numerous number of shares, uh, which is even yeah. better because uh, people believe in it. Uh, people believe in your concept and your idea. And I think people, this is something that people are craving right now in the workplace. So again, thank you so much. Thanks for being on Happiest Places to Work. Oh, it's truly my pleasure. I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. If you are a CEO, HR director, or wellness director for a successful company and would like to be on this program, please visit choose-happy.me slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag happiest places to work podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose-happy.me, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Amy N. Dix. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix, and we will see you next time.